Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your host, Caleb. I am back again for another fun-filled episode talking football, talking fantasy. Got some news to jump into as well. Real quick, you want to reach out, chat with us, ask us questions. We know draft season's upon us. If you haven't done your draft yet, you'll be taking part no later than next weekend. So it's going to be... You know, coming close. I know some people do really, really late drafts, maybe the Wednesday before, but usually uh, Labor Day weekends when uh majority of those drafts take place. So you got questions, you want answers, you can reach us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. Come check us. Come hang out with us. Come ask us some questions. Come just chat with us, whatever. Uh, we'll be more than happy if you even want us to help you draft. No worries, man. We're here to make sure that you guys are monsters in your league this year. Um, but real quick, uh, did just hear this moments ago, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm recording this a couple of days prior to release, just to let y'all know. But uh, really sad, man. Uh, uh, running back for the Commanders, Brian Robinson, um, was just apparently had an apparent carjacking of his car and was shot multiple times. So as as of time of recording, <clears throat> I don't know much more than that. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we we're wishing him and you know praying for him and his family, making sure that he's going to be okay. Uh, it's it seems like the it says the injuries aren't serious, but I mean, no matter what, man, you know, gunshots are no joke. So uh, he needs to you know rest up, get you know get him just healthy, and so he can get back in the field. You know, before this situation took place, um, it was pretty, it was coming pretty apparent that there was a chance he could be leading this backfield. Uh, you know, the the faith has been lost in Antonio Gibson. Uh, the fumbles are just getting ridiculous for the poor guy. Uh, disappointing because he's a thousand yard runner. Uh, but Brian Robinson was really going to be the guy. So this is really sad to hear. Uh, we, we really hope the best and that he can get back on the field quickly. But again, as of right now, I'm not sure what this looks like. But if you are the Antonio Gibson owner, you, you know you might ha- you might be safe for a few weeks. Um, but I do still anticipate Brian Robinson coming back strong and healthy and taking over this backfield. Uh, so you know, just kind of keep an eye on what the situation is. We just again, we just hope the best for him and his family. So other news: uh, it looks like Geno Smith is going to be the quarterback in Seattle. Uh, you know, Drew Locke, you know, as I was watching, you know, the replay of that game, you know, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh, dude, Drew Locke looks good. And then all of a sudden he had like this crazy, strange meltdown. Um, and f- it just seemed like he forgot to, you know, how to play football or something. Just not making right reads, uh, you know, just th- I mean, just bad passes uh, left and right. But, uh, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if the Drew Lock experiment's over. Well, it's, you know, obviously if Gino just playing well. I mean, the thing is that Gino was not exciting by any means, which is why I said earlier, you know, that I still felt like as long as Drew Locke came out and just played well, like just good, 
then he was going to win this job because Geno Smith hasn't done anything of note or has looked impressive. Uh, so I thought he was going to have this this job. But you know what? That last preseason game, I don't know, maybe it's post-COVID. I mean, he did have COVID the week before. Who knows? Uh, but he just didn't look sharp. And, you know, we'll, again, we'll see how long Geno Smith is going gonna, is gonna to run this team. But if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan or you've got, you know, the DK or the Tylers, uh, even the Noah Fant, who I'm a big fan of, got any of those guys, it's just going to be a long, painful season, it seems like. I would be more excited to have Drew Locke just because of the possibilities than, than uh, Geno Smith. So um, Baker also is going to be starting. We kind of saw that coming. Congrats on him. And then another uh, sad thing that happened, Tyra Taylor, man, just cannot stay healthy. Uh, he got had an injury as well in the last preseason game. Um, got a massive hit. And uh, Daniel Jones, obviously, you know, they keep saying that he was going to be the starter. But, you know, again, there's been talks that Tyra Taylor was taking majority of the snaps in practice with the first team offense. Uh, he was doing first team snaps in preseason games. So it was kind of strange to sit there and think, oh, no, he's going to do all this. Um, he's just going to help our team get ready, but Daniel Jones is going to be the guy. <laughs> so I uh, just thought that was kind of strange. But uh, now definitely Daniel Jones is the guy, but we want to bring up something very interesting. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? Is Jimmy Garoppolo now going to be swung over to the Giants? I mean, it's been brought up earlier in the year, you know, like earlier this year that there was a possibility there because, you know, the Giants just weren't huge on Daniel Jones. But Brian Dable, he's just saying, hey, man, I'm going to ride with him. I'm going to give him his shot. He's just not had a fair shot, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, let's let's see. Uh, but in the meantime, I still, man, like, I mean, if Jimmy G, I can't believe Jimmy G still hasn't been cut um, or just let go. I, I know the same. I mean, guys, you should have moved him in the offseason when you had a better chance. Like, now it's just too late. Everybody's settling in. He can't go anywhere and make an impact this season because he's having to learn a playbook and new teammates and blah, blah. So he can't do anything this year. Um, even if for a few weeks. You'd have to wait till like weeks four or five maybe for him to learn the playbook to a you know a place that he's actually going to make you know make a make a big impact. But maybe three or four weeks. Who knows? Uh, but right now, I mean, Daniel Jones is going to be the guy. But I I think it's a very intriguing question to see if Jimmy G might swing that way. Obviously, you know Daniel Jones has had four years in the league to to make something of himself. He's just not had uh, great coaching and not always had some talent around him. But this is a make-or-break-it year. He doesn't have his fifth-year option. They didn't pick it up. So I think they're going to ride with him this year and just see what happens, and they'd rather pay him in the offseason if it works out. But I, we still got to figure out where Jimmy G is going to go, man. If it's going to be Seattle, if it's going to be the Giants, there's not many teams left. But I'm also – he might not want to go anywhere where he's going to be a backup. You know, he wants to start and he wants to play. But, you know, unfortunately, again, all those teams got their quarterbacks right now. So – it's a little disappointing to just see Jimmy G sitting there on the bench, but, you know, what are you going to do? Some more injury news, um, by the way. Deontay Johnson, I mean, you know, if you're playing IDPs, TJ Watt, you would want to know about too, but both likes the game uh, early against the Lions, uh, one with a knee, one with a shoulder. Again, not sure, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of details moving forward, but, you know, 
the Steelers are being, they're getting thin, dude. <laughs> they're getting really thin at wide receiver. Chase Claypool's obviously been dealing with some stuff. Calvin Austin's been dealing with some stuff. Um, one's a shoulder, and I think one's a foot, or one's a leg, or whatever. Um, forgot what Calvin Austin's. I think it's a foot, but anyways, you know, just they're getting really thin at wide receiver, and it's not looking good, man. Deontay is just another one of those guys that I, I try to get on all my teams because I just think he's extremely talented and he just continues and continues to get disrespected. Um, but that could be that could be huge for them. And, you know, hopefully these are, are not serious because that would really be just a, a massive, you know, just blow to that whole entire team already this year and we haven't even hit week one yet. Last but not least, just a couple trades. Um, situations that are kind of out there. Uh, obviously, there's been rumors about Mason Rudolph being uh, moved from the Steelers. There's apparently been um, a lot of interest, but, I mean, nothing's been pulled yet. So that's uh, kind of interesting to think about. Again, you know, I was, as we were talking about Jimmy G earlier, a lot of the teams got their quarterback set. I mean, this could even be, instead of the Giants going and getting a Jimmy G, they can go and get a Mason Rudolph. Might be easier, might be cheaper, who knows? Uh, I, I mean, again, I can't imagine if, if Jimmy G gets cut, they're not going to sign him for a huge contract. So, I mean, I would still probably take Jimmy G over Mason Rudolph, but again, uh, definitely drawing some into, uh, interest around the league. And then the Jets allowed Denzel Mims, uh, to go ahead and seek trades. He put in that trade request and it sounds like they're going to go ahead and let him go. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> what's going to happen there. Uh, the Raiders have shown interest. The Panthers have shown interest. Uh, again, I haven't heard anything as of yet. I think the Panthers are very intriguing as they're trying to really bolster that offense. But the the Raiders are also intriguing, man. They need some wide receiver help. So um, past Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. So uh, both would be uh, very interesting. So for the, the rest of the, the next five minutes or so um, while we got this going on, um, we're just going to look at some ADP checks, guys. I know we got draft season coming up, and we just want to kind of talk about some late-round guys, uh, just some, you know, guys you want to watch their ADPs. If they keep, keep trending upward a little, too, you know, too high, then they, it might not be worth it. Some guys that are going too high that definitely aren't going to be worth it. So um, one guy that jumps off the board with, with at me, man, is Chris Godwin. Uh, I know that, you know, he's still kind of, dealing and lingering with those issues, you know, the, his um, his injury from last season. But at the end of the day, guys, he will be playing this season, and it's still with Tom Brady. And <laughs> you know what Chris Godwin can do. He is freaking incredible. Um, I mean, seriously, he will, he will win you a league. And right now, as crazy as it sounds, he is going in the sixth round. Uh, I will take that all day because he should be, if he didn't have his injury last year, he'll be going second or third round easily. Definitely second. Uh, maybe third if you're lucky. But going in the sixth, he will be on all my teams. He will be someone that I'm heavily targeting. And I I love him at that position. In the sixth round, you're getting a guy that could be a top 14, to, I mean, of a top 12 wide receiver. So he's he is that good. So keep an eye on it. Another one is Brandon Cooks, guys. Don't sleep on Brandon Cooks. He is another guy. He's going in. The, he's going in the sixth round. Obviously, I'll take Chris Godwin over Brandon Cooks all day long. However, Brandon Cooks is just another very consistent wide receiver that I really like. Again, this season, everything that we're hearing about um, Mills coming out of training camp and what you've been able to see in preseason, 
he looks good. He looks really good. I think they're rolling with him this year. They're going to make it happen. And watch out for Houston, man. They've really made some plays. Don't get me started on uh, Damian Pierce, another guy that I love late in drafts. He will end up being the starting running back for that team. That team is up and coming. It's another one of those teams, kind of like I've been thinking about with Detroit, man. Watch out for these low-life teams that everybody's been kind of clowning on, thinking that they're going to be garbage again this season. You know, they've made some trades. They made some. They brought in some pieces, and they both had really good drafts this season. So just watch out um, again for Brandon Cooks. And again, another guy, Adam Thielen, man. I mean, a number two. Obviously, if you can't get Justin Jefferson in like the top six picks or whatever, take Adam Thielen. He is going in the back end of the sixth round, early seven. Guys, back end of six, early seven. Some, I've seen him in high in the fifth round. That's just an anomaly. But he's literally going in the late sixth round, early seventh. And you can get a guy again, on a very, very high-powered offense, offset of Justin Jefferson, take them all day long there. Now let's talk uh, about some guys that are going a little little early for my taste. One of the biggest ones, man, is I still, I, I love the guy, I love the player, um, and I love the talent, but what he's going to do this year is not what he did last year, and everybody just continues to think that he's going to, and that's Debo. Guys, I mean, even the projections that you you see like the footballers put out there or fantasy pros or Yahoo, whatever, like they're all putting that he's going to have like four or 500 rushing yards. The guy clearly said he doesn't want to do that. And I don't think, you know, he was going to sign a contract without having some stipulation that says I'm not doing this or something, you know, something. I mean, again, I really don't know. Obviously, we found out that Kyler Murray had that one interesting thing in his contract. So I'm sure they can put that crap in contracts all the time. I don't think he's going to do that out of the backfield. If he does, great. I personally do not see it happening. He made it very clear he doesn't want to be in the backfield. He wants to be a wide receiver. If that is the case, fantasy stock to me plummets because that's what made him special last year is he had so many touches between rushing and receptions. It was incredible. He had an amazing year. Take away the rushing yards. Take away those rushing touchdowns. Guys, he's not worth being that high. He's not. Right now, he's going in the mid-second. Mid-second round. I mean, I would take, you know, Mike Evans is going behind him. A.J. Brown is going behind him. Keenan Allen is going behind him. T. Higgins is going behind him. I would take all of these guys. Michael Pittman. I would take all of these guys over Debo right now. My opinion, you get over it, guys. But I, I would not be doing that. I, again, I would even take my shot on Brandon Ayuk if you want a piece of that offense. Um, that's really one of the big main ones that I have. I'm having a huge, huge issue outside of obviously these tight ends going so high. But another one, and I'm just going to bring it up because you still have to be cautious with it, and that is going to be Alvin Kamara. He's still going in the you know the early to mid second, and there's still a possibility he's going to have a six game suspension at some point this year. So just be careful and have the understanding if you're going to draft him as your number two running back or even your number one running back, you might not have him for six games at some point this year. His court date is supposed to take place in September. So unless it gets pushed back again, just giving you the heads up. Keep an eye on that because there's a chance you might not have him. So there you go, guys. I do appreciate you all taking the time to listen to me. If you got any questions, you got some you want to hang out and chat again, you can always follow us, contact us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. Come hang out with us. And thank you so much again for taking the time 
to come hang out with me. But this was the Football Monsters Podcast, and I'll catch you next time. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not here on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cruel, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.